This is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan. Hello, and welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial. At any point during today's show, if you hear something that Chris and I and Tony are talking about, please feel free to give us a call at 719-210-4242 or visit us online at www.taraenolan.com. While you're at the website, click on the radio page to check out past shows because it's all about education. And also you can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify so that way you're notified as we have new educational shows coming out. So before we jump into our topic for today, I wanted to see and check in with our awesome co-host, Tony. Tony Shore, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Can I say that I'm really happy to be here today? I'm very happy, very excited. Uh, I've had a good week, really. Uh, It wasn't crazy busy last week, this past week, like usual. Um, How about you, Chris? What have you been up to? Uh, Tony, I have been uh, just working hard and getting into the business. I really enjoy helping people figure out what their strategy is. Everybody has such a unique puzzle for how their life uh, is and then how they want their life to be when they retire. So I really enjoy just meeting with clients and sitting down and talking with them. Later after the paperwork, and that's not as much fun, but you know, I, I get to meet with clients a lot, so I enjoy that. Yeah, that's great. And you, Tara, what's going on over there? Well, Tony, we've been playing with the horses, so it's it's getting close to that time of year, so they're shedding out, so they don't have a lot of hair left. <laughs> sure. But, but we had a, we had a surprise snowstorm, so it got down to about twenty degrees. And the funniest thing is, Donzer hates having a blanket on, but he looked at me this the other night when it got really cold and, and the way I know he wants his blanket is if I hold it up to put it on him, if he wants it, he stands still. If he doesn't, he runs away. Tony, <laughs> he, st- he stood right there. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so I, it's, it's like the groundhog. You're like, oh boy, it's going to get cold. <laughs> wow. Oh, I checked your on him this great. Uh, I love them. I hope to, I haven't met your horses yet. So I got to get together with those guys. Have a little chat about you. As long as you bring treats, they'll be super happy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> have a carrot in my back pocket. They'll talk to you all day. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, well, hey, now today's title of the show, the 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 subject you wanted to talk about, you told me uh, before the show began uh, that you wanted to talk about uh, how to increase happiness and get ahead at work. I'm like, wow, that's a good one. I don't know if I could be any happier than I am doing the radio show, though, honestly, Tara. You know, Tony, I what I think what my favorite saying is, if you enjoy what you're doing, it, you'll never work a day in your life. Yep, I'm at that point. Uh, and I've been accused of not working a day in my life. So <laughs> <laughs> I, it's hard to call this work. Doing a radio show with you guys every week is awesome. Uh, that part of my job is great. Uh, I, I can't even really call it a job. But can I assume then we're going to learn some tips to increase both our happiness and our pro- productivity today? Tony, we are because, I mean, let's face it, we all have to have our food, clothing, and shelter needs. So I think I like the thing is, you know, do what you're doing until a better gig comes along. 
But ideally, I mean, if you get to choose, if you wake up in the morning, you get to choose to be grumpy and hate what you're doing, or you get to choose that life is going to offer me something unique today. Why wouldn't you choose happiness? I mean, all things being equal, let's just let's just try to have more fun because guess what? What is it? Uh, life is what's happening while you're making plans. Yeah, and life is what happens while you're making plans. I think I'm a postcard already. I've been. Uh, I've, all these things, they're, they're true though, Tony, isn't it right? Yeah. Well, that sounds like a great plan. So I assume we're starting with happiness. Yes, Tony, we're starting with happiness because it's a great place to start. That's where I would like to start my day every day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the, 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 we re- I read an article from the Southern Business Journal, Six Steps to Being Happier at Work. And so this article can be found at their website, the southern.com website. So if listeners want to go to that and, and look at it. But one of the ideas that the article mentions is something that I've bet has nearly affected all of us. Work can often feel like an endless routine, like we're stuck in a rut or doing the same thing every day. One way to combat those feelings is to try something new. Ask for a new task or expand your role. You could always examine areas that could be more productive and create a, or suggest a new process or system. Try new things will reinvigorate your mind and give you a chance to break up the monotony. Yeah, well, that sounds good. It's great to have some variety in the day. Uh, what's another suggestion you have for us, Tara? Well, Tony, this one makes me laugh because the next suggestion is the way to be happier at work is to meet new people. <laughs> so, <laughs> Some so people Tony, might cringe and go, that doesn't make me happy. <laughs> Tony, I work with a lot of introverts and yeah, yeah. exactly. They're, that's the last thing they would want to do. My... <laughs> My little brother worked at the NSA for a while, and, and their joke was that an extrovert at the NSA was somebody who walked down the hall looking at other people's shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, I love so, It's true for me, though. Meeting new people is a highlight of my job and working with people, and I love to meet new people. So to me, that does uh, make me happier at work is when I get to, to work with different people. Well, and so one of the things I like to do, Tony, and I, th- I think is great is try to have coffee or, or um, have lunch with somebody because who doesn't like to eat? That's a good point. I like that. That's a and great, that's great advice. It's a really easy way. And then, you know, you're eating, so it's not, you don't have to talk the whole time, but it, I mean, it is but getting out of your shell is basically, I think the goal. So I do agree with that, but I do have to laugh that for, for all those introverts out there, you don't have to go and, and become the uh, chaperone of the event. No, no, that's not what it means for everybody. Obviously, everybody's situation, as you're always saying, is different. Uh, But sometimes it does seem harder to make new friends as you get older. Uh, Kids just seem better at it, right, Chris? Yeah, that's a great point, Tony. I think kids just don't have the baggage that adults have. We're not always wondering about what the other person is thinking about us when we approach them. A child just is pretty narcissistic in not a bad way. It's just that I only care what I think. Um, hey, who are you? What are you doing today? Um, how can you help make me happy? And so that's when a kid uh, invites somebody else into their space, that's what they're thinking. They're not thinking about all the ways that they could be rejected. So there's a lot of personal satisfaction that goes into meeting a new person. Uh, being part of a team can help with that. Self-improvement is another great way to increase your happiness at work. The better you perform, the more likely your self-esteem and happiness will increase. That's why the article's next suggestion is focus on a skill to boost. This might mean learning more about your industry, expanding your knowledge of technology, or even gaining a new license or certification. 
Yeah, those are all great ideas. Uh, so it sounds like in this case, you can teach an old dog new tricks or an old horse new tricks. Is that right? Well, <laughs> I, I, I'm on the fence about that one, Tony, because uh, for, for, for my military, there's a class that I've been putting off for about two years because it's, it's like a real college class and it's, it's taking a lot of time. And it's, it's one of those things when it's over, I'll be glad I did it. But I'll tell you what, Tony, I have enough college degrees. I don't really need another one. <laughs> Wow. Well, so, that's, so that's a nice the, the situation next, to be in. Well, the next the next subject is taking a break. I'm like, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. But uh, it's really important to when you're at work, especially if you work in a cubicle farm or something like that. About every 15 minutes, you want to get up and and take a walk around to just clear your head. You know, in Colorado, you can walk outside and just go look at Pikes Peak for a minute from almost anywhere you are, and it really does actually affect your mood. And I've done it, so that does work. And one of the other things I like, the article talks about learning how to say no. And, you know, it's not easy Ooh, to say. A, that's a big one. It is. And it, the, the balance here is obviously you can't say no to work that needs to be done. But you don't, you, you got all those little drive-by requests. Hey, can you do this? Or, hey, I need some help. Or, hey, can you, um, can you just stay late tonight? You got to learn that judgment of sometimes you need to, but a lot of times, if you just really stick to your guns and go, you know what, this is important to me. This is the thing I do. Can I give you a quick story on this, Tony? Oh, yeah. So I really, um, I like, there was a, a case where there was a, a baby that had had a problem at the hospital and had had a mini stroke, but the parents oh. were being accused of, of actually abusing the child. And that was not what had happened. The baby had actually had a little mini stroke and they were taking care of it. So all the parents were gathered in the room and everybody was working on it. And all of a sudden in the middle of the planning, the attorney got up and said, well, I've got to go play softball. And Tony, and this is a story I, I've, I have intimate knowledge of, everybody in the room looked at the lawyer and said, what do you mean? We're, we're fighting for this kid's, our kid's life and getting custody. And the lawyer's like, yep, I'm always fighting for something. I'll be back in two hours. And the thing is, though, Tony, that's what allows that lawyer to be good at his job, right? Right. Wow. Yeah. To carve out that time. And it's hard, but it really is. Figure out the things that make you productive and make you happy and learn to set those. It's almost, I think, Tony, more about learning to set your boundaries, not about saying no, but about saying, here's the things I need. And if I take care of myself, I'm going to be a better person to help take care of you later. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it can be really hard to be happy uh, when your schedule's overwhelming and your workload is just too much on a consistent basis. It's good to have boundaries. Obviously, you need to work hard uh, and you need to get the job done, but you have to have boundaries. I think that's really important. Right, Chris? Uh, yes, Tony. And the, the article's last suggestion may seem like a strange way to improve your professional happiness, but it's to go on vacation. Uh, one of the things I really love to talk to clients about is their vacations. It gives me great ideas on what I vacation I want to make go on next. So uh, I've got some clients that are going to the Dominican Republic uh, next week. Um, that sounds like a lot of fun. I haven't been down there. Um, they're going down there for a wedding, but they're going to be on the beach. It's, uh, they're going to have a beachfront um, hotel room. So it sounds great. So I think they're giving themselves uh, time to for their mind and their body to take that break, allows them to recharge, get reinvigorated so they can get back to their job and be happy in their job. 
Yeah, and I think it's important. Now, we do need to take a quick break here. Tara, is there anything you want to add before we do? Well, Tony, this is my favorite show. And so for anyone who's listening that's kind of getting excited about what can I do to increase my happiness and how does that actually affect my retirement planning? Tony, we've set aside 20 complimentary appointments for the first 20 callers today that really want to sit down and go, how do I create a retirement that's actually going to support my happiness? So, Tony, that number is 719-210-4242. Because, Tony, retirement is something that you want to know what you're you're moving towards. You want that cartoon bubble above your head to be filled with what your dream is. And it's I just get so excited about this is the fun part of the job. But, Tony, that number for the first 20 callers is 719-210-4242. All right. And listeners, stay tuned. We'll be right back with more of Nolan Financial Radio, along with our hosts, Tara Nolan and Chris McKinney, right after this. Tax planning can be very difficult, and making mistakes on your taxes can haunt you for years. The good news is that most tax mistakes are easily avoidable. It just takes the right professional for the job. We have the team of CPAs and CFPs who can help you avoid costly tax mistakes and minimize tax exposure. Request your copy of The Future of U.S. Taxation and How to Prepare, written by renowned tax professional and author Nick Stovall. You can download it right now. All you have to do is visit our website, TaraEnolan.com, or give us a call at Tara Nolan Advisory Services at 719-210-4242 to request your copy. This informative article is just one part of the Retirement Income Toolkit, which will help you arm yourself with information and ready you for our first appointment. And welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. And our hosts are here, Tara Nolan herself and Chris McKinney. Uh, Chris and Tara, great show so far. Uh, today's show has been focused on, you know, our professions, our jobs, the quality of life with our careers. Uh, after all, our job, it's the engine that drives us and drives that wealth accumulation that we're always talking about on the show. And kind of talking about the obvious fact that if you can increase your enjoyment of your job, Obviously, it'll help your productivity and your attitude and your outlook and your health. Uh, a lot is tied to it. Uh, and Tara and Chris, you, you, you've given us a lot to think about already in that first segment. You focused on um, uh, conversations about happiness and, and really giving ourselves time, being able to say no. Um, but now I think we should move on to how to get ahead at work. We've covered the happiness topic. How do we actually move ahead in our jobs? Well, Tony, I love this because I think after a while we all can get behind. Yeah, I want to be happy. And it's like, okay, that's great. Well, how do we do it? That's the hard part, right? <laughs> I'm all in. How do I do it? So, you know, I love reading and I found a great book called The How of Happiness by Sonia Lubomirsky. And she just writes about the fact that we do have the power to change almost 40% of our capacity for happiness and I like it, Tony, that she gives you suggestions because, you know, I get by, I, it gets a little frustrating to me when people are like, well, just be happy. Okay, great. How do I do that? So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, it's pretty easy to tell. I'm like, yeah, I know what I should do. I got a whole list of things I should be doing. But why don't you tell me how to do some of those things? And what I like is, I mean, our careers and our jobs is what powers our finances. That's just kind of a fact of life for almost most people, I would say. So as long as you have to be making money, 
why don't we figure out how to be happier while we're doing it? So that way, most of your hours in your day, when you're at work, you're also enjoying your life. And when you're happier, then that's going to help lead to promotions and pay raises because people are going to want to work with you. Have you ever, Tony, had to sit next to that person who is no kidding, just like they've got two years till retirement? I just that can be like the worst person to sit next to. Yep. <laughs> I've done that. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes people just stop, uh, you know, uh, they check out. Uh, sometimes uh, they can be annoying by talking about it all the time. But uh, yeah, I, I'm getting to that point myself, I suppose, as we get older, right? Well, I but I, I would say you're never going to be that way. No, no, I hope not. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. That's, that's not how everybody is. But uh, I, I think it makes a lot of sense. You, you need to increase your happiness first, and then it's going to be easier for us to get ahead, right? I, absolutely, Tony, because just when you're spending so much time on trying to figure out, well, if I just get to X, Y, and Z, if I just make more money, if I just get this promotion, then I'll be happy. That's a lot of pressure because what happens if you don't get that promotion? Then you're not going to be happy. So yeah, <laughs> you, you got to look at your if-then statements. Yeah, true. Well, Chris, uh, what are a couple of uh, suggestions to really improve our work situations? Well, I was reading an article by Daniel Klein on five ways to get ahead at work. And the first suggestion they had was to share credit at work. Every, every project's victory or success is a result of work of more than one person. Leaders should acknowledge team success and each member's contribution. Publicly recognize everyone when celebrating success at work. The second suggestion the article had was uh, challenges us to be willing. There may be many talented people in the organization, but be willing to volunteer, willing to take on difficult tasks or unpleasant tasks can separate you from the, the people that are around you. Learning new skills and taking on new challenges can often uh, make uh, work more interesting and make you more happy. You might catch your supervisor's eye while you're doing that, and that can lead to bigger things in the future. Well, those are some great tips. I mean, share credit and be willing uh, to help out. Uh, those are great tips to get ahead. I think we're off to a great start. What's the next tip, Tara? Tony, this is one of the ones I really like is to have some ideas. And this is always a challenge. You have to get people trained up to understand we can all have a lot of problems. We're all pretty good at pointing out all the problems areas and what everybody's doing wrong. The challenge then is to go, and I think instead of have ideas, Tony, I would say have solutions. Ah, so, yeah, better. you know, as a boss, I mean, it's pretty easy to kind of see, yeah, we've got a problem in finance. We've got a problem with our budgeting. We've got a problem with our time management. How do we fix it? Because, you know, when we, when you have those problems, they're not because usually someone is sitting in the corner purposely creating that problem. So the challenge is, is how do we have an idea that's going to provide added value for the company? So that's that's a really important thing. Have ideas and solutions. And Tony, that really feeds right into this idea of helping others grow. I think I like, you know, Zig Ziglar talks about to get what you want, help other people get what they want. And, you know, like it or not, at work, even if you kind of work by yourself, you're still a team. And it's always trying to look around. You know, everybody has their strengths. Some people are really good at their job. Some people are really good at the budget. Some people really know how to work the spreadsheet. So everybody's got their individual success. And Tony, this is actually a question I wrestle with all the time is it's it's very American to be the leader of the team, right? You always want to be the standout. 
And I'm always looking for ways. How do we recognize success for the team so that people go, I win when everybody wins. And so this helping others grow is really important. And it also is helps, Tony, when you engage with leadership so that your bosses and the company start to understand that we all win together. Yes. Uh, winning together. I like that. We need T-shirts. Bumper stickers. <laughs> winning together. And just a picture of you and Chris. Right? And you. You've got to be there, too. Oh, no. I just, no. I'm just along for the ride. Nope. Nope. Uh, maybe I'm a stuffed animal. There's a stuffed version of me in the back window. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right. So let's see. So you said, Tara, some ideas to get ahead at work are have ideas and even better have solutions and then help others grow. Good ones. Uh, so, Chris, um, I think these ideas do relate to what we've been talking about, maybe even to the meet new people uh, happiness tip. Uh, what's next? So I think the meet new people was a great point, Tony. Um, happiness and productivity often intertwine. So the article we read also talks about putting in time. Uh, this one you could call hustle. You know, the baseball player who sprints down the first baseline or dies for the slicing line drive often gets a round of applause just for making the effort, even if he doesn't complete the play and or win the play. But you don't have to be the first to arrive and the last to leave, but you should often be one of the two. Oh, Tony, can I step in here? Yeah, sure. Are you allowed to disagree with your own uh, article? <laughs> oh, the article you're citing. Well, I mean, you're just you're referencing an article, and obviously, sometimes the people that write them uh, haven't had the experience with folks that you two have. So, yeah, you can talk about that. So, I do understand this idea of putting in the time, but Tony, I definitely believe in working smarter, not harder. Uh, and yeah. I would challenge Agreed. people because, I mean, that's one of the things this would drive me a little nuts because we're all so busy putting in so much time at work. What I am much more interested, Tony, in is productivity because, you know, I can tell you, Tony, when I left, when you're in the military, you're, you're 24 seven. So, you're on the clock all the time. But once you start your own business, and this is for those small business owners out there, you can stay busy all day long and you're not making any money. So, you know, for example, you can sit in front of your computer and answer emails all day long, but you haven't done one thing, what I call a money generating activity. So this one for me, Tony, is just putting in the time, but smartly or productively, not just um, wasting your time. I might be splitting hairs here, but that always rubs me the wrong way. All right. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I agree. I think we all agree. Right, Chris? Yeah, I agree with Tara always. <laughs> Smart man. You, Chris, <laughs> I know I know you have a high IQ anyway. I mean, that's the thing about you. You're super smart, and you just proved it right there with that statement, how smart you are. I do as well. So, uh, but, uh, so I think we've covered five suggestions so far, right, Tara? We really have. Uh, what's next? Well, I I think I do like this one. Um, <laughs> okay. The author <laughs> didn't know I was going to be doing a, a critic, be a, a book critic today. Yeah. But to to win and lose graciously. So I, I think this is a skill that comes with maturity and handling those tough situations. Because I mean, we're all pretty good about being winners. That's pretty easy to do. But Tony, what's really hard is is when you have a loss 
and and how do you graciously accept that loss and continue to participate? Because it's really easy to go, well, I'm bummed out. I hate myself and I'm just going to take my ball and go home. Yeah. And what you really want as part of a team is the thing you have to always remember is when you have you've had a loss, it's killing you. But everybody else is is fairly supportive and they're really not holding it against you. And so, but if you lose, if you're a sore loser, then that does drag the whole team down. So it's almost like you can create what you think is happening. And so I think a really big sign of maturity is as you learn to lose graciously. And and that is a really, really good skill. It's an emotional quotient skill. That's part of what we talk about in business, Tony, is, is how, what your emotional intelligence is, not just your intelligence when it comes to your task at hand. Right. Yeah, good point. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, win and lose graciously, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, or to put it another way, uh, you know, obviously using these tips will be their own reward. That's the point here, right? That's right, Tony. And so your job, your career, they're the things that drive your monthly income today. They drive your income tomorrow and for your retirement. So, they also must be a major factor in your daily well-being. Use these tips uh, to get to a positive place in your work environment. Have a positive influence through your work um, so that you will be happy, rewarding you and your uh, fellow workers and your boss as well. Today, we talked about how to improve your happiness at work as well as ways to get ahead. Happy and productive workers are often rewarded with pay raises. We like that. In our next segment, we'll talk about some things you may want to do when you get a, a raise that can improve your financial situation. After happiness and getting ahead, it, it makes sense that maybe a raise is the next logical step. Uh, what about that? Yes, Tony. So that that is the one thing that is that really helps you with your finances is getting more money. So, But the first thing to do is really to pat yourself on the back. In my opinion, it's very important because you need to stop and acknowledge your success. If you received a award like a pay increase or a pay raise of, of any type, positive feedback at work, take time to enjoy it. Sometimes we're so focused on the next goal or milestone, we don't appreciate the success. Taking time to appreciate the success or patting yourself on the back ties in nicely with the article's second tip, wait until your first paycheck. You could call this one as don't count your chickens before they hatch. Once you have your first new net income number, you can move up to the article's next tip, reassess your current finances. What areas of your financial life need the most attention? Can you increase mortgage or auto loan payments? Maybe you can have student debt that could be paid down. This may be a great time to sit down with your financial service professional to look at your financial picture. All right. That sounds great. Now, unfortunately, time has flown by. We're out of time. Tara, can you believe it? We're just, uh, we're at the end of our show. So is there anything you want to add before we go? Tony, I just would say for everybody listening that the bottom line is one key part of happiness is financial success. And that comes from being in control of your money, Tony, not letting your money and debt control you. So uh, one of the big pictures here is it's all about choosing to be happy, choosing to be positive. And Tony, I think it's choosing to be in control of your finances. And that involves taking those steps to get yourself educated and know what you're going to do. All right. That sounds great. Great advice, guys. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Nolan Financial Radio. 
with our host Tara Nolan and Chris McKinney. Join us again for another episode of Nolan Financial Radio. Take care and we'll talk with you next time. Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit the website at TaraEnolan.com. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.